Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. In this episode, we're going to have a chat about how you and I are tracking uh, on our year of authentic connection. We're going to do a check-in exercise together. But before we get into it, I do need to say that this podcast is all about destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally. It contains content relating to the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you or anyone in Eshot, now's the time for you to go. So with all of that said, it's great to see you again. How about you go and uh, find a seat and I'll go get the coffees. Okay, here you go. If this is the first time that you and I have connected over coffee, I want to say hi, welcome. It's so great to have you here. And if you're if you're coming back for another coffee with me, I want to say, hey, it's so good to see you again. And uh, whether you're joining me here on the podcast uh, through my website, the lonely loneliestguide.com. Uh, and or through um, a, a streaming service for a podcast or indeed watching on YouTube. I want to say wherever you are, however you're consuming this, however you're going to be in having coffee with me uh, today, I just want to say hi and it's so good to have you here. And I particularly want to say how proud I am of you, whether you're a first-time uh, coffee getter with me or um, this is your second or multiple times having coffee with me, I want to say how proud I am of you for doing what you did within yourself to simply press play on this episode, however you're consuming it, because the thoughts and feelings of loneliness are horrible and they just... They, they have us thinking and feeling some horrible thoughts and feeling some horrible feelings. And the very idea that we may be, as gay men, lonely uh, is just dripping in uh, judgment and stigma. And it doesn't have to be this way. And that's what this... Um, this podcast, my work is all about in the destigmatizing of loneliness and how we as gay men can um, connect authentically as our real human, awesomely messy selves with ourselves and uh, those most important to us and our community. So I want to say it's so good on many, many levels to have you here. And if you have um, been, if we've been having coffee together over the last uh, year, you would notice that I've taken a little break um, of a few months. And indeed, if you've been binging on my content, you'll know that between episode 24 and episode 25, episode 24 was the first check-in for the year of Authentic Connection 2021. 
And episode 25, this episode, is all about uh, doing a second check-in. Now, if you've just binged it, like there's probably been about a minute between both of those check-ins, but here in real life, it's been about four months. So I took four months away. Uh, and as uh, my partner and I and my kids settled into life uh, here in Canberra. So it's so good to be back with you, and I'll get into that in a little while in my check-in. So um, if uh, I, I really have missed uh, having chats with you uh, here on YouTube or on the podcast or indeed through my blog or social media content. Um, so yeah, a bit of life has gone on and, and I want to get into that in, um, a little bit with my, with my check-in, but this, the whole check-in, the concept that I'm talking about, if you've not read it yet, go to the latest, uh, episode, uh, episode, the latest blog post on my, um, website, the loneliness guy. And, um, it's about, it, there's an exercise there, um, about how we can, check to see our progress um, for uh, 2021. This far in 2021, it's July now, um, and we get to review our progress in making 2021 our year of authentic connection. And this year of authentic connection was the, the topic of the very first um, blog post and podcast episode for 2021. Simply... The year of authentic connection is that we are in our glorious, messy, human, fabulously gay selves working out how to move beyond our loneliness and then put our real, authentic, glorious selves into the world. And look, pardon me, but this is a bit shitty pants scary um, at times and it's meant to be. It's meant to be. I was going to apologize for that if it was, um, if you were feeling that kind of shit your pants scared. Um, you're meant to be. You're meant to be just a little bit scared because that's like a really good indicator. I find that you're being open, you're being vulnerable, and you're risking um, a whole lot of potentially bad things happening to you. So, I'll dig into the exercise in case you haven't read it and you're not much of a reader. I'll go through the questions now uh, and invite you, as I read the questions, press pause on me. I promise I'll be back when you press unpause or press play. Um, and we shall um, go through each of these questions and I invite you to reflect. Write it down, not reflect in your mind. You need to write it down critically, critically, critically. This is all about writing it down and getting it out of your head and you can look at it objectively without the voices in your head going, oh, you shouldn't feel that. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not good. You shouldn't be, shouldn't, all the shoulds. We can avoid the shoulds when we write it down. All right, so if you've got a pen and you've got a piece of paper, um, I go old school uh, in this. Don't do it on your phone. Like the, the, There's something really important in the literal writing of uh, this down. So get yourself a nice piece of paper, get yourself a nice pen or a pencil or any kind of writing implement uh, and let's, uh, let's crack into it. So the first question, 
in this check-in. So thinking um, between uh, the first progress check-in, which was in March and now to July, during that period of time, um, how connected to yourself have you felt? How have you been actively choosing to put your authentic self into the world? That was question one. Question two. How connected to those most important to you have you felt? How did it feel to reach out to them to start some authentic connection? Number three. How connected to your community have you felt? And how are you defining community? Number four. Have you been setting weekly connection intentions? And number five, if you've not actively done connection, what have you chosen to do instead? That's it. That's the five questions. Now, if you are, um, need a little bit of time, you obviously know how to, to rewind this podcast and... and um, uh, and, and this video on YouTube, so you can go back and, um, and, and get those. Um, and if you do need them in writing because you can't understand my Australian accent, um, then they are obviously in writing on the blog, and there's going to be uh, a link in the show notes um, on this, this episode, however you're watching. But I want to just share with you some of the things that have been going on with me over the last few months. And particularly when it comes to um, connecting with my community, and community has community is a beautiful word, um, I, and and I love sort of reflecting on on words and the power of words because they hold so much, um, uh, like so, so many little insights into how we interact with each other, how we like uh, how we interact with ourselves, within ourselves, and how we interact with our communities. And community is a beautiful word because it can mean so many different things, but at its core, it's something that is wider than us. And there's so much power in feeling that we belong to a community, however we feel it. And um, so we can feel powering community if we belong to the community of, for instance, the premium members uh, group of the Loneliness Guy uh, and in the private uh, Facebook group. You can feel that you belong there. You can feel that you can belong in your location, like wherever you are in the world. Like, you know, you could be volunteering at a local charity um, you could be doing sort of being active in the in the community somehow, and community can also cover thing places and and events in life like our work. And so for me, I um, uh, I'll spare you lots of the details. I'll spare you lots of the details. But I started a new job, and that job was uh, was exciting and and great. And there was a a a well-established, high-functioning team of people there and um, who were operating at a level that was just sort of getting everything done, getting everything done. And I found that when I um, 
after a little while, uh, I, I began feeling within myself like I was, I was struggling. I was struggling to keep up with, uh, with everything that was going on around me. And um, that was not necessarily a bad thing um, and within myself. But one thing that, is, uh, that I did find uh, that I was doing, not only in, in, in the workplace, but in other places uh, in this new community, was hustling to feel that I belonged. And for me, the hustle is, uh, hustling to feel that I belong is a sure sign for me within me that I um, am feeling disconnected with myself. And I'll tell you why. Because I find so much power in the words and writings of the late Dr. Maya Angelou. And she wrote uh, a, a very profound, or she spoke something very profound in an interview in the 70s about belonging. And for me, this reminds me that if I am hustling to belong outside of me, I need to stop and hustle within me to belong back to myself, to come back to that which I know is true for me. So, come back to working as my friend, coach and mentor, uh, Mike Campbell says, come back to working in alignment with myself, where my words, thoughts and actions um, correlate with our, or are in alignment with my values and beliefs. And so, these words by Dr. Maya Angelou, as I am uh, going to read these, uh, because her words are just so profound and these really did change my life. And she, she spoke... You only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place. No place at all. The price is high and the reward is great. Now, if you have been uh, following me for a little while, you know that you know I've been on this huge sort of uh, experience of life over the last few years and and as a consequence of like pulling the thread of and getting curious about my loneliness. That is, um, uh, uh, and, and belonging to myself after decades, almost my entire life of feeling that I didn't belong anywhere. I never really truly fit in uh, in classrooms, in lecture theatres, in, you know, social settings, I'd never really thought, never really felt, I should say, that I truly belonged. And that's not to say that those around me didn't want me to belong and, and weren't being uh, uh, kind and, you know, inclusive and things. Not at all. Not at all. It's because I didn't belong to myself. I didn't allow myself to be seen. I didn't want to see myself. I didn't want to listen to what, you know, my thoughts and feelings. I didn't want to listen. And so, as a consequence, I didn't belong to myself. And Dr. Angelou's words really are so profound. They are like, they live within me. 
And so when I find myself hustling to belong outside of me, I now know soon, sooner rather than later, um, no, it's not immediate. Uh, and I don't get this right every time, and this is part of the the reflection of the check-in over the last few months. It can take me a little while to go, huh, why do I feel so, like, crap within myself? Why does why, why is there, um, as my friend Reno said in the podcast episode that we did back in um, uh, at the beginning of this year, you know, why do I feel such dis-ease within myself? And that's me being out of integrity. And in this instance, in this specific example, I was hustling to be accepted into, um, well, into a team. And I was wanting to do things that were not sitting well within me. And I began to pay the price for that. I felt really diseased within myself. You know, one could say unease, but I'm going with the whole diseased thing from Reno. And I reflected on it, and I have some awesome people in my team, including my fantastic partner, Jeff, um, who I spoke with. And kind of in speaking that, in being vulnerable, with the people that matter most to me and being vulnerable within myself, I reflected over a few days about what I was doing and where this was coming from. And Dr. Angelou's words came roaring back to me that when I want to belong so many other places, I need to remember that I always belong to me And I need to simply, if only it was simple. It's simple to say. It's like really hard to do. But simply come back to me and remind myself that I belong to me. The good, the bad, the light, the dark, the the yin, the yang, the, the all the bits that I want to show the world and all the bits that I don't want the world to see. I need to belong to all of it. I need to allow myself to belong to that. So that, for me, was my check-in. Well, sorry, I, I, I've stopped that like before I'd finished it. How I got out of that was the kind but very firm application of boundaries and started having open, honest, kind conversations with people around me in the workplace about how I could um, uh, uh, sort of work in another way uh, at that would be advantageous for everyone, including me. And part of that was knowing my boundaries. And as we've said in in previous conversations over coffee, it's easy to say you have boundaries. It's really hard to employ them. And I I know that because I continually remind myself that I need to come back and and, um, maintain my boundaries and communicate them and not critically apologize for them. So how are you going? How have you been going in 
in in wanting to feel that you are seen, heard, and belong in your community over the last few months. Have you got like an a, a, an example on a similar um, of of something similar that you've noticed within yourself or around you over the last few months? I'd really love to hear it. So if you've got any comments on. Um, uh, you know, to, to, to share with me, please feel free to, you know, drop me a line on social media um, uh, or send me an email um, and to um, connect at thelonelinessguy.com. Um, I'd love to connect with you and, and find out what's going on. And indeed, if you do want to, um, you know, a safe place to do this and get support is actually my premium subscribers group, which for the first month is free. Um, but uh, afterwards, it's uh, nine uh, nine ninety five Australian dollars uh, per month uh, thereafter, and this is a place where you can actually sort of share those kind of experiences and get um, some support from me and others in the group who are all doing the same thing. We're all living our lives, so. Yeah, that's that was me on on you know one of the the main things that I wanted to tell you about, um, f- in terms of the check in what's been going on with me connection wise. So it did feel like I was you know trying very hard to connect with other people, but I needed to connect with myself first, and then put me out into that community in this instance, um, in in you know the the, the wider workplace, and you know day by day. Uh, it goes, and uh, but I I don't feel as diseased within myself. Uh, I I do feel a lot more that I am me, uh, and I am uh, uh, bringing me to that part of my life again. The other thing that I wanted to share with you, in terms of you know, it's it's it goes to community. It goes to uh, connection with community, it goes to connection with self, and it goes to um, connection with those most important to me, uh, which are the three pillars of connection, which are a cornerstone of my work. Was um, So during, during this time, I really didn't do much uh, on The Loneliness Guy or all my other work on The Lonely Diplomat. I didn't do much work at all. Um, and, you know, when, when you know... Um, inspiration struck I'd kind of type down a few words and and um, and really sort of just get some ideas out of my head to come back to at another time but then a few weeks ago I took a week off the kids had school holidays so I, I took a week off to be with them and I during each of those days I um, spent an hour and, and an hour of power writing <clears throat> so remove distractions and just smash something out for an hour and in doing that, I, I rediscovered the joy of writing. I, realized, I rediscovered the joy of like connecting to you and connecting with what's going on within me by writing. I, I reconnected with that and it brought me joy. And then soon after doing that, I spoke with, um, I, was, I, I had a chat with, um, with my friend Michael Diorio, who's been on Connection Over Coffee a few times, and Michael, if you're listening, hey, um, and uh, has been on a few times, and he and I were having a bit of a chat, and he asked me to be on the uh, Gay Men's um, Brotherhood uh, podcast, Gay Men Going Deeper. And we talked about loneliness and belonging. So if you've listened to that, you've already heard the Maya Angelou bit. 
Um, but uh, uh, and if you haven't listened to it, do do go and listen to it, um, and you know join the fantastic Facebook group there um, at at Gay Men's Brotherhood. But he and I had a fantastic chat, and then not soon, like probably twenty minutes after we hung up from that chat, it was done over Zoom. Um, my friend Mike Campbell. Uh, with whom I do coaching work on his coaching program, and I did his coaching program. I was one of his clients. Um, uh, He reached out to me and said, Phil, can you, you know, can we have a chat about loneliness on the, um, on his Everyday Legends podcast? And so within the space of two days, I had these two amazing, amazing conversations that reignited the flame in me. Maybe not reignited, the flame was always there, but threw a couple of big logs on there and turned, you know, just a smoldering fire into a raging bonfire. And I felt reconnected back to my purpose about what I love doing about sitting here, talking into a microphone, speaking into a camera, um, to connect with you um, over this cup of coffee, wherever you are in the world and however you're consuming um, this, this, this content. It, it, the, the conversations were real, they were honest, and they were fun. And it, each time, and go and listen to them, go and listen to, to them, um, because in each time I started off really nervous started off really nervously and I was kind of, and I said as much in Mike's um, uh, Mike's podcast that, you know, I was shaking and it wasn't just because I was cold and it's, it's because, you know, vulnerability to me, being vulnerable still requires me to dig into my reserves of courage. Each and every time when I'm talking about my story, I'm sharing my story because I, you know, I want to know that my work is helping someone somewhere who might be struggling with the awful thoughts and feelings of loneliness or struggling with the thoughts and feelings of anything, whether that's our, our sexuality or, you know, whatever we, we, we struggle with within ourselves. To know that, you know, vulnerability is not the domain of someone else, um, you know, for me, it's each and every time, it's really scary. It's, you know, as I said earlier in this chat, it's shit my pants, scary. But I did it and then um, had, towards the end of each conversation, I, I just had so much going on in me that I just couldn't contain it and it's happening again here and this is this is this is to this is me listening to what's going on within myself as I'm talking to you right now is that I'm I'm I really just am so enlivened by my purpose here. That was said in a real Australian accent, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like my purpose. Um so I'm I'm really just I'm I'm enlivened by it. I feel nourished and and just want to let you know that wherever you are in the world, as you're wrestling with the thoughts and feelings of loneliness, and indeed you may have done the check-in, and you realise that you've not really made any progress at all, and you might be feeling bad about that. <laughs> 
please don't. Please don't feel bad. Please know that I'm giving you an enormous hug right now and saying, yep, yep. It sometimes really sucks to be human and to need to connect, particularly when we are, have been grappling with the awful thoughts and feelings, the void even of chronic loneliness, and it's become our kind of default state, our default way of engaging within ourselves with those most important to us um, and to our communities. And it might actually feel that we don't belong to one or two or three of those pillars, I get it. I get it. And I get the huge amount of courage that it can take to try something different, to try something new, to imperfectly put ourselves out there to engage with other people, to engage in our communities and to engage within ourselves and risk judgment. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. But it's the only way that we can do it. And indeed, indeed, I say this from a very a place of, of love, is that once we realize that we are chronically, once we realize that we are lonely, chronically or otherwise, and we are not choosing connection, we're not wanting to take a step, just a step, a step. If we're not choosing to take a step forward sideways backwards whatever it is it's a step it's doing something we are choosing we are choosing our loneliness and you don't it doesn't have to be this way it does not have to be this way and indeed you are paying a price physically mentally and emotionally for not taking a step. And here's the thing, here's the beautiful thing, you're not meant to take a step alone either. You can take the step. The, the path back to connection is done with other people. And again, there's a premium subscribers group that I'd love for you to join if you feel like, feel called. Feel that, you know, I can help you, we can help you um, take a step to put your awesome, beautiful self into the world just a little bit. And then we'll do it again. And then we'll do it again. Because I can tell you that that's the way to coming back to ourselves and to be ourselves with those most important to us and to our communities. Okay. I think that's it for this coffee. So if you've got any questions for me, um, please do send me uh, like a message on, um, on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram and Facebook uh, at The Loneliness Guy. And if you want to send me an email, send your email to connect at thelonelinessguy.com. Um, you can join the, um, the, the, the premium subscribers group. Uh, there's going to be a link in the episode description. But yeah, there's no wrong way of reaching out and, uh, and, and 
giving giving feedback. I'd love to hear feedback. I'd, I'd love to hear your experience from your check-in, your reflections, your what you learned about yourself, what you were proud about yourself. That's the other thing as well. Like we can get down on ourselves. How did I forget that? We can get da- so down on ourselves when we don't do connection right that we can forget to be proud of ourselves for doing something. So, in case you're not proud of yourself, know that I'm very proud of you um, for doing a thing. And I'm sure you did it awesomely, even if it felt really terrifying. All right. So, I'd really appreciate it if you could give this episode or, uh, and my podcast a high rating wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube. That really does help get it in front of eyes and ears of other gay men. And know also that um, uh, the best reference is word of mouth. So, do feel free to talk about my work talk about me talk about my work um uh with uh with with your friends to let them know as gay men that they're not alone in experiencing loneliness even if we don't really talk about loneliness we all experience loneliness from time to time so again all right that's it again that's it and i'll speak to you in the next episode in a couple of weeks which is going to be a cracking episode And, um, yeah, so until next time, be awesomely, just awesomely you, stay well, stay kind, and keep giving the world the best of you at that moment. The best of you is just as you are. All right, I'll see you later. All sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at Prefab Eatery on Jesse Street, Wellington. All views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support, challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increase awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.